Hey, welcome to Nerd News Now, first show of 2020. So happy Nerd Year, everybody. Thank you. Happy Nerd Year. Yeah, there is a, a lot of stuff uh, to look forward to. Yes. Uh, Thor started off with a bang, yeah. a brand new costume. Mm -hmm. We'll explain that. Uh, there are tons and tons of movies coming out, like more than I imagine. How many do you imagine? Uh, I imagine 11. Or I only imagine seven, like yeah. a whole year. Like, you know, basically just give every movie, you know, five weeks to breathe in the box office. Yeah, yeah. Just rotate them out. It would be nice to have all the theaters well, play the same thing. So yeah. there's no confusion to where people are going. Right. You can walk out and be like, oh yeah, you're watching Batman. I'm like, yeah, I'm watching Batman too. Like, cool. It gives you like a month or so for water cooler talk. Yeah. There's no none of this confusion of... Oh, I started The Witcher, and I'm everyone but Mark. Oh, well. I haven't started happens. The Witcher yet. That's right, we'll throw a coin yeah, well, for you. <laughs> we'll throw a coin to you. But there, there's there's <laughs> that, and uh, we have news of the old, new, new, old, new X-Men movie. All that and more, Nerd News Now. Welcome to Nerd News Now, once again, January 6th, 2020. It's already oh. the 6th, dang it. What about yeah. the what? It's already the 6th. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's been the hardest it's week of the year. It's almost February. Almost. Almost. I mean, oh, has it been a hard week? Yeah, it's the hardest week of the year. Yeah, I mean, so just, far. yeah, like, well, yeah. <laughs> Bad jokes, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, well, it's fine. Deep. Um, but, <laughs> what did you guys do in New Year's? Not watch the news because that's too yeah. scary. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Especially um, now, right now. Yeah. I I actually worked a gig for a comedian for New Year's. It's kind oh of yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was fun. She was pretty good. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of woodlands humor because why not? I mean, mm -hmm. talk about Walmart. It's like, oh yeah, do you have you know what a Walmart is up here in the woodlands? And they're mm -hmm. like, oh, it's like, yeah. I but did. no, it was a good time. It was a really good time. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Yeah. Why would we not? Three. We have three yeah, of them. Th How would yeah, we not know what they are? I don't know, but I think Woodlands Walmarts are like whole new level compared to Walmart Walmart. Maybe. Maybe. I'm more of a Target person. Target is where it's at. But I still, but Walmart yeah. is everywhere. So Mark, what did you do for New Year's? Um, I, uh, you know, went to a party and then another party, watched some football, I uh, just tried to, like, get over uh, all the winter cred that's yeah. been going around here. Yeah. So, um, but no, it was cool. Uh, Doctor Who came out. Happy about that. Yeah. Talking about the new season here in a minute. Um, did either of you watch the Golden Globes yesterday? I, I only know what I need to know, which is that Joaquin took the title. Yeah. So, that I mean, that's basically, for our takeaway purposes, that's probably what take out of it is... Most successful comic book movie performance yep. at the Golden Globes ever. Mm -hmm. um, and that comes out, I believe, uh, tomorrow. Or did it already come out? It's already out. It's oh, already you out. Can actually, what? Well, well like, out. like physical release. Yeah, I thought it's already out. Okay, maybe. maybe I mean, I've seen, I've seen Friends with it. That's crazy. Wasn't you, that wait, so wait, there? you watched I've, you watch Friends... Like I've watched the show Friends, and then Joker. It, wait, and then, it's like, in, in Friends, Friends actually, cool. there's, a, there's a part in season three yeah. where Joey's like, "Hey, I'm on this really cool movie," and you pause it. You pause it, and sure and enough, there it is. It's Walking Phoenix going down a flight of stairs. So, you, so you watch it through season three. Pause it. Pause pop it. In Joker. Pop in Joker, so you can see what Joey's in, which he's it's really small. He's like near a copier, I think. Yeah. 
And then you watch Friends again, you can, it fits in perfectly, flawlessly. Man. Yeah. The only thing is, like, it seems like having to watch the last nine seasons of Friends or whatever would be a real downer after... Oh, yeah. It, it's jumping. nowhere near the same level. That's the only thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would probably actually enjoy Friends a lot more if I did that. <laughs> or or just put in, like, random movies in between. It'd be, it'd be like watching... Um, Family Guy, but every time they make a reference to like a movie or a show, yeah, you, you have stop. to stop watching it, watch that episode or that movie, and rewatch the episode. I, I bet you, if you did an experiment on that with with episode one, the pilot, I'm guessing How not long? even remembering what jokes are in there. I'm guessing like at least fourteen hours, probably, at least, probably. Next week on Nerd News Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay, so Mister, so yeah. do you. Now, generally, on award shows, or do you pay attention to them for any reason? Or, um, so I don't usually watch them anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I do like watching like the as people arrive part because I love the dresses mm -hmm. and the cool tuxedos and stuff. Uh, I miss Fashion Police like crazy because then I could skip all of that and just watch Fashion Police and see all the cool outfits. Yeah, what you do is you watch the red carpet, you pause it, and then you watch mm -hmm. the season of Fashion Police, and then you're all caught up. You gotta also they watch Friends within Fashion Police. Yeah. Because they make a lot of references to Rachel. And then and then you have to pop in The Devil Wears Prada. Yes. Mm -hmm. and you gotta go back, anyway. finish up Friends, I then finish up Friends. <laughs> I heard Gervais was, like, salty. Uh, well, that's yeah, a, he, I mean, that, that's his stick. Like, he, he, that's what he does. I think, you know why he can get away with it still? Because no one's dug up dirt on him, like real life dirt. Yeah. So if he's just gonna go out there and be a comedian, because a lot of people, you know, they have this false idea right now that, oh, comedians aren't allowed to be funny anymore. Like you're not allowed to make fun of anyone. That's not really true. You just can't do anything horrible in real life and then get away with it. Um, and yeah, he was, he was very straightforward. Uh, you know, started off by saying these are jokes, I guess, to avoid, you know, just to get people ready. But I would think if you're watching a comedian like him, you yeah. know what's coming. Yeah. So, uh, now that... Now we go home and watch Ghost Town. Yeah. Such a good movie. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> he's just, he's done so much stuff, but that was probably, I think, the thing with the most heart behind it, right? Yes, yeah, so much. Because... There is not as much uh, salty acerbicness in that. Uh, but if you want that, you can watch Derek or the original Office. or you know, There's plenty of salt to go oh, yeah. with Ricky oh, Gervais. Yeah. Funniest um, dentist ever. Yeah, I, I would say probably probably you can go on YouTube, watch the monologue of yep. the Golden Globes, mm -hmm. and then just kind of read the, you know, watch some of the speeches if you want. But uh, he, he actually kind of warned them, like, don't, use this for just take your award <laughs> you know like you guys are all rich you're fine yeah you know, you know but i i do agree there's sometimes people with a platform should say stuff that they might feel is going on and said especially in troubling times but uh i would say um so obviously you know joker won some major awards um i don't think that we're at a point anymore where people don't take comic books seriously but that might make people interested if they haven't gotten through this first, second, and third wave of, you gotta see Joker. Like, maybe they'll pick it up now. But I think it made a billion to, I think everyone's seen it. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. I, my parents will never. No. But, no. 
That's not uh, their jam. Well, well, the thing is, if it's if you see a movie and someone's like, oh, it's really dark, well, might, that might not just be your thing anyway. I don't think it's that. I don't think it being a comic movie is stopping anyone, but maybe the content is like sure. people are like, I don't really want to watch this. Um, other notable wins: Best Motion Picture, nineteen seventeen. Now this has been a limited release, but this is the new. It hasn't been out on the main. No, it hasn't. But um, what was the best motion picture of 2020? 2019. What was it? Yeah, what was it? Uh, it wasn't 1917. 2020? Yeah, yeah, but what about this 2021. year? 2021. I don't know yet. <laughs> is this another, like, the year just started the joke? No, it's more like, it's a year joke. It's not good. Oh, okay. I'm going to stop talking for a little bit. Keep talking, Mark. No, no. <laughs> uh, but, but that's the one that it's got, uh, I can't remember the actor's name right now, but it's got Tomlin from Game of Thrones trying to save his brother, who luckily isn't Joffrey. Yeah. Because, like, if he was trying to save Joffrey for two hours, he would watch that. Um, but 1917, Best Motion Picture Drama, uh, Renee Zellweger won for Judy Garland. Uh, she oh. won Best Actress in a Motion Picture. Now, this is another one that's been in limited release. have not seen a lot about it. Uh, couldn't really picture that at first at all. Mm -hmm. Saw a trailer and I was like, well, maybe. But those are big, red, shiny, diamond, ruby slippers to film, mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's like a big, so, uh, big deal, but I guess that gives me kind of a vote of confidence to where, okay, it's good. A lot of biopics, biopics, I got those both out of the way for you, Jared. Um, those are very tough to watch sometimes. Yeah. But I think if they're well-reviewed, they're usually indicates they're better. Because a lot of those just go splat on Yeah, that's why. Cool. Like, another one. Another yeah, one. Immediately. Um, it's like a Tom Hanks biopic. Like, mm -hmm. cool. Another one. And then, as you mentioned, Miss Jen, uh, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Mm -hmm. uh, best motion picture, comedy, or musical. Which, I don't know why those are always that's paired. That's a weird, that's such a weird combination. Yeah, because, like, Lee Miserables, that should not... That, that, going yeah, against no. comedy, you know, stuff like that. It's like, cool, um, Les Mis and, uh, I don't know, Jojo Rabbit. Now, putting, now if they would have put Cats up for it, great. Oh, yeah. I think Cats is going to take uh. home all the Razzies this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is like the reverse Oscars, if you don't know. But um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Best uh -huh. Comedy uh, or Musical. Now, this one I kind of saw coming, Aquafina for the Farewell. Because there's been so much buzz for that since it came out. She was Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Comedy, Musical. Uh, and speaking of biopics, biopics, whatever you want to call it, uh, Taron Egerton for Rocket Man, yeah. Best Actor in a Motion, motion yeah. Picture, Comedy, or Musical. He handpicked by him. Come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a good, <laughs> I, I liked it better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it was a yeah. more uh, fantastical film. Like, not as grounded, maybe. But it, it was good. Um, Sam Mendes, uh, best director for 1917, so yeah. another reason to go see that. Tight looking um, tux on. Nice. And, and then uh, Netflix got in there nice. a little bit. Laura Dern won Best Supporting Actress for Marriage Story. I have not, yeah. I have not clicked play on that one yet. Mm -hmm. That just seems like a very downtrodden couple yeah. hours to spend mm -hmm. with Netflix right now. Uh, Brad Pitt, uh, supporting actor for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Deserved it. Yeah. Uh, and best TV series, I have not seen one episode of this yet. I think it is in season three, Succession, on HBO. Mm. Don't. 
And uh, Brian Cox plays the patriarch of like a kind of Fox type corporation that's oh, okay. looking to you know okay. either you know survive or you know just survive in the ongoing um, news and media world. Uh, and he also won um, best actor for that. And Olivia Coleman, best actress in a TV series for The Crown. Uh, I'm in season three right right now, but it is a wonderful. Going from Claire Foy for the first two seasons to her in season three is awesome. Okay. And then Helena Bonham Carter taking over the reins as her sister. Really good stuff. Hmm. Crown, the Crown is, is an excellent show. Like, it's hard to believe that two and a half years ago, it was the most expensive thing yeah. Netflix had ever done. Yeah. But now it's just like almost like every two weeks we, we yeah. hear of that record being broken. And this, from what I've seen of The Witcher so far... Uh, they have spent a lot. They spent a lot of money on that too, right? So that's good about The Witcher, I think, is the practical effects. Yeah, that just makes it that much better. But that's my two cents. Um, and then, uh, like I said, Brian Cox won for Best Actor in a TV Series for Succession, uh, and then Fleabag, Best TV Series, Musical or Comedy. Uh, have either of you seen that? No, I have not. It Which one? Know what it's about Fleabag. Then. No, I'm not seeing it. It is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's just about sort of like. Um, a woman just trying to figure it all out, you know. Okay. Kind of like uh, I, I don't know. She's just she's just in her thirties and trying to figure this all out. But the that acting and the writing is phenomenal. It's a little bit of a darker comedy, but I think it's also very grounded. And uh, of course, Phoebe Waller Bridge won for uh, best actress for that. And uh, you know. To me, the best film. I, what was the best film you guys saw last year, Mission? What do you think? Oh gosh, I'm not gonna come up with it because I've messed everything up by watching Twelve Years of a Slave this weekend. Oh, which oh, now yeah. is better than anything else I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made me feel very uncomfortable, which is exactly what it was supposed to. Right. <laughs> I don't know. For 19 movies, I'd say probably Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Of the ones I I have seen, that's probably up there. For for me, it was Parasite, and oh, that one best yeah. foreign film, which is going to run away with it, the Oscars. Yeah. But I would like to see either him, uh, June, get best director for that, or somehow it win best picture. But since it didn't even take the Golden Globe for that, it, it's it's a shoe in for for foreign film. Yeah. It is excellent, and if you haven't seen it, see it. But don't look up anything about it. It's one of those films. Better just to go in cold and not know what it's about, because it's a cross genre film, and it's going to take. A big twist anyway, but if you go in not knowing what it is at all, then you kind of get like double surprise. Yeah. Now, have they announced the Oscar? Uh, not yet. Those, not yet. those, those nominees? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, that's coming up uh, middle of the month. Oh, and okay. then that's usually, I think, in February, like the actual ceremony. That's fun um, to watch. And just to, just, I guess, to round this out, uh, best limited TV series or movie, which everyone at work watched but me, Chernobyl. That... Heavy-handed. I, I do not know if I want to sit through that. Chernobyl? Chernobyl. Worth watching. Worth watching, yeah. It's like, the acting in it's great. It is heavy. It's a uh, it's a thought-provoking piece. And um, they do really good. They're, uh, Skarsgård is fantastic in that. Um, mm -hmm. The lead, I can't think of his name, also absolutely amazing. Need to watch it. And then... Um, Michelle Williams, uh, Best Actress in a Limited Series for Fosse. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, but award shows, I 
I always, when the Oscars come up, that's kind of mine. That's my go-to. I like to, yep. usually Cinemark and AMC and other theaters re-release the movies for two weeks. Yeah. And they even, like, have, like, you know, passes and programs that you can go to and try to knock them out uh, a, f a couple a day or a few a week and get caught up. I try to stay caught up, but there's, there's too much stuff now. There's just too much stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Like, even if you just focused on movies, now you got to watch, like, Amazon Originals and Netflix Originals and Disney Plus Originals. And uh, Netflix has already proven that, you know, it's totally in the game with stuff like The Irishman. To where it's looking for some Oscar nominations again this year. So not only do you have to keep up with what's out in theaters, but just on, across all the streaming service, just yeah. too hard. Um, but speaking of movies, uh, so it's been two weeks since we've been on the show. Um, guess what? Star Wars did all right. I think it. I think it did okay. It. It's been uh, <laughs> through 17 days. Hadn't quite hit a billion yet, but it's up to 913 million. So close enough for me to declare it will make a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah. It's already made, and that's that's before they you know yeah re-release it sure with more content like they were like you know Avengers and then everything else they put out on future for streaming for it's gonna easily easily hit it. I mean, if they um, really wanted just to to just smash all records, they could re-release it with like a a one minute post credit scene of Baby Yoda doing anything. Yeah. And then they would just be like, okay. <laughs> they, or those but, uh, two biker scouts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, one was uh, Jason Sudeikis. He's getting a lot of hate mail. He's getting a lot of hate mail. He's so but much hate mail. You can't, we'll just say, you can't punch Baby Yoda. Don't do it. No one punches Baby Yoda in the corner? No. No, no you can't. Uh, and not get, and not get uh, hate mail, so. Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness gracious! But then, so it's made almost a billion worldwide, four fifty domestically. Yeah. Uh, it's you know what's the, I knew it was going to be successful, and you always know someone's going to come and like try to knock it down and go, oh well, it didn't do this. The one thing I am surprised about though, uh, through seventeen days of release, it was like almost three hundred million behind Force Awakens. So I guess I still don't realize how many people saw that movie because so many people complained about it. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to watch it three or four times to tell you how much they hate it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you know, then, I don't hate this movie enough anymore. I'm going to watch it again while it's in theaters so I can get back on that train. And, yeah. God, I hate people. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I mean, that's just, it's just going to be a thing till the end of time, I guess. Um, rounding out the, um, well, first of all, Frozen 2, now officially the highest ever, uh, highest grossing animation it knocked out itself. So yeah. it knocked out Frozen <laughs> One, but it's already made 1.3 billion worldwide. Uh, Jumanji is still going very strong, not yeah. as well as the first one, but tracking week to week, uh, dropping mm -hmm. less than the original. Had 26 million to place number two. Uh, Little Women still in a limited release is doing really well. It was number three with 13 million. Uh, Grudge, uh, the remake of that, was number five with 11 million. Uh, some other movie news, and it is the Batman-related. Um, we still don't know the story. They're keeping that under wraps still. Um, my my guess, yeah. um, we meet Bruce Wayne. Uh -huh. Bruce Wayne's like, hey, I'm Batman. And then Batman fights people. Uh, Penguin shows up. It's like, you can't fight me. And then Batman's like, oh, no. Eventually they fight. Batman wins. But... 
Penguin gets away. Uh, so do you That's think it right here. I'm calling it early. Calling it now. 2020. So do you think they're going to call it Batman Wins or Penguin Gets Away? Or Batman um, Wins but Penguin Gets Away? The official title. What's that It's going to be, be Batman, Penguin Wins. Yeah. But loses. But Penguin loses but gets away. I only care. Sub-subtitle, Colin Farrell. I only care. Does Penguin have Penguin Boats? Oh, yeah. I, need I hope it, so. Yes. Penguin Boats are necessary. Yes. I, I hope he does. Uh, I, I want I want a penguin scuba uh, submarine too, but it has been reported Colin Farrell, who was already cast, is playing penguin. Yep. Oswald Cobblepot, and he has an umbrella. That's no all penguin that boat. So you're just not going to be happy till there's a penguin boat. Mm -hmm. uh, penguin boat. That would be pretty awesome. What if he has you know like Mr. Popper penguins kind of mm -hmm. thing, mm -hmm. where there's a bunch of penguins that actually just follow him around in little bow ties? Does that count for anything for you? Like actual penguins? actual penguins, not okay. like you know CGI'd Mr. Popper's penguins, penguins, but real penguins and bow ties falling around the entire time. That would be way cute, right? In okay. fact, even when he eventually fights Batman and you know eventually Lucifer gets away, penguins are like Aah! the entire time. It's perfect. That's I the hope movie. they just don't try to make him like super dark and be like he trains penguins, bring in bombs like IUDs. Boom! Oh, I hope not. That Turns out the Emperor of Penguin was an Emperor IED all along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. So even though the uh, details of the story are still under wraps, it's got an incredible cast and can't wait yeah. to see that. Um, now, a movie that I can wait to see and have been waiting and don't really need to see, New Mutants. Did you guys remember that this existed? Yeah. I do. I remember being at the theater and seeing the trailer and thinking, yeah. this is a really crazy, scary movie. And then it was like, New Mutants. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that so was, I don't know if they're going that way anymore. So that was two years ago. Yeah. And, so you know, and since has happened the Disney merger, but uh, Disney's releasing this kind of as Fox left it. Like, they did do a lot of reshoots. Obviously, it's been two years, so they had time. Um, it's still being branded as sort of a horror movie. Okay. Uh, but now it is coming out on April 3rd. And hmm. it's, but it's been two years since, like, any kind of news about it, and they dropped the trailer today. I watched it. Um, it's just, wasn't, you know. wasn't too impressed with it, yeah. honestly. Because it's still going to have remnants of, uh, the Fox X-Men series. Yeah. Which, which ended on a very rough note. So mm -hmm. I just don't know if, unless people are just really itching to see, like, a dark horror movie in April, which they might be. I mean, there's yeah. always an audience for that. I can't see this making more... I mean, I can't see this doing any big money. No. Maybe, like, $20 million so do opening we know, weekend or something. Do we know anything about, like, when it's taking place? In the time? In the greater X-Men time? It's like, is this post-Logan? Is this pre-Logan X-Men? But, like, post... Literally everything else? No, we, we really have... No knowledge. We have no idea. I mean, we know, like, the five stars of the film. It's Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones, which will help a little bit, but she's Wolfbane. Uh, Anna Taylor-Joy is Majique. Henry Zaga Sunspot. Blue Hunt is Danielle Moonstar. And then, um, from Stranger Things, the uh, older brother, Charlie Heaton, uh, Cannonball. Okay. But, like, that's... And then they're in an asylum of some sort. Don't really know who the big bad is. Uh, the, uh... Is it Ravenclaw? I don't know. Might be. Um, but you know, it's very, it's very horror movie esque. Um, I just don't know why it's taking so. You know, it, it was taking so long. At one point, 
They were thinking about just releasing it like at midnight on Hulu and just leaving it there. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know the what the series of the the Disney Fox murder. So. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was the biggest issue. Yeah. Um, there was that. There was some sort of just like uh, I don't think anything happened on set, but just sort of uh, the director had a very clear vision that I don't know if he was allowed to go through with, which happens a lot in movies, especially combo movies. It seems like. Yep. Um, but we'll just have to see. I don't know. We'll what if, what if this is like bridging the gap between Fox X-Men and Marvel X-Men? What if that's it? What if that's the, that's the big thing? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I you, seriously doubt it. You, you never know, man. I, I wish they would have used it like that, but yeah. I just don't think they did. I think this is just sort of a project that they're like, well, See what where we spent this much. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're going to drop it, and they'll be yeah. like, oh, hey, multiverse of madness, anyone? And then, boom, you're into it. <laughs> Maybe. Calling it. We'll see. <laughs> um, Jarek's hot takes of 2020. <laughs> there you go. Uh, going to the small screen, do either of you watch Doctor Who? I regret not watching this one because I was here. There was like a super crazy twist, but I don't know what it is at all. I haven't. I didn't get to watch this one yet. No. Well, the, I guess the super crazy. To, well, just for to preface it, you know, this is Jodie Whittaker's second season. Yep. And uh, season eleven was good, mm -hmm. but one thing they did um, right off the gate, they were like no two parters, so every episode stood alone and no classic villains. Okay. Well, they basically, I, I was afraid that was going to be, you know, like a semi-permanent thing. But this one they ramped it up by starting out with a two-parter. It was called Spyfall, so you had like James Bond references and vibes and stuff. Uh, and they brought back one of the classic villains. I don't really want to say who it is because that might give away mm. something. But, uh... But it's just, it was really well done, highly recommended. It. it started on January 1st, but I guess just in lieu of a New Year's special, they showed part one, and then continued yesterday with part two, and yeah. Sunday is the regular release date here in the States on BBC America. Uh, but they're obviously putting a lot of uh, time, effort, and money into it. Uh, and rest assured, if you've ever seen Doctor Who before, you will know who mm -hmm. the villain is. Cause okay. It's kind of a quick turnaround from... The last incarnation of them, which might have just given away, but, you know. Yeah. But anyway. I think for some reason, I don't know if it is going to happen or has happened, that there was a, at the main movie theater that they were going to have a one-time showing of episode one and two, and then have uh, Jody was going to be doing a live Q&A. Yeah, I heard that I, thing. So Ashford went Did he go to, to that okay, and so it uh, sat it there for about 43 minutes, and they said, oh, technical difficulties. Oh. So at least locally in Houston, that did not Man. not go well. Bummer. Yeah, I could see so. that would be a logistic. Yeah, interesting. But they have been popping up with a lot of Doctor Who Fathom events. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Um, anytime, like especially when they've been retrieving the old episodes from like the sixties that they salvaged, uh, and then animated them. Mm -hmm. I think they'll release those all at once. It's a cool idea they're doing. Yeah, because that's. It's also kind of funny, you watch the old episodes, especially with the modern context mm -hmm. of it, it's like, man, even with animation, that just, it seems very really <laughs> jank. And like, yeah. I, I bet with, like, practical effects, like, it should have been done, it would have been really cool, but, like, man, that's, mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. Uh, and then from the department of way too much happening uh, all yeah. the time, 
Disney Plus has moved up one of its Marvel shows, WandaVision, mm -hmm. to 2020, and that's probably the one I'm most excited about. I mean, I think all of them sound great. Uh, Hawkeye featuring Kate Bishop sounds awesome. That's going to be cool. Uh, Falcon and Leonard Soldier is a great team up. But WandaVision, to me, with uh, Paul Bettany um, reprising his role as Vision in some type of way, because we know what happened to Vision. Uh, He's and, dead. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then Elizabeth Ol Olsen is, uh, you know, Scarlet Witch. He's, he's, an, he's an AI. All he needs is a construct. Yeah. Well, okay. that, what we know going in is it's going to be like half sitcom where mm -hmm. she's constructed this world where she can be with him mm -hmm. in like a 50 sitcom style. Which so, is weird because there's yeah. an actual book called The Vision in which he does that. He, he creates does, his yeah. own family. Yeah, and, dog. and I think that's what it's a riff off of. It's just yeah. including her. Uh, this time around for kind of the tie-in to the MCU. It's also going, according to Kevin Feige, is going to really center around her origin story, which we have not seen because yeah. if you remember at the time, she was just what, like a clone or something because we couldn't have the full merger of all the... Uh, yeah, like she, she's a... Um, um, I have a word for it. Uh, she's an altered human, essentially, as yeah. opposed to... A mutant, which we don't have the rights for, so we have to bleep that out. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, but here's the thing: they will now. Maybe, yeah. And so now I'm wondering: is this going to be the first that we see Magneto in the MCU? I think so. Or, I think. Or would that be too much for? They probably want to save that for the big screen, but who knows? Yeah. And will it be Fastbender? That would be cool. Oh, that would be cool. That'd be really cool. Because he he he's great as that. Uh, yep. I just. You know, this is what, and what we've always wanted is just to, for them to have full access to their characters. Yeah. Because the whole Quicksilver and her just being sort of like genetically altered twins. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm, my main concern, though, moving forward with the, uh, the Marvel thing is how are you going to shoehorn in mutants into this universe now? Like, that's just, it's, I feel like it's going to be problematic. Yeah, um, unless, well, I mean, uh, some of the well, yeah, it might be. Yeah, unless they do, like, they pull off some kind of reverse No More Mutants like storyline in which Wanda just is like, yeah, and there are mutants. It could turn her around to be one of the next big villains for this for like for an arc. Yeah, and it make it kind of cool, I guess. That's the only way I can conceive of it happening. I I mean, probably the easiest way to do it is just to have, um, you know, Doctor Strange open up. You know, it's going to be called the multiverses. Yeah. Is it multiverses? Is, is in the title of the next Doctor Strange movie, so just pull over a universe that has mutants and be like, oh, there's mutants. Be the easiest way. Be the easiest way. Uh, Fantastic Four would also be a good. That's yeah. that's probably the easiest way to bring them in too. So, yeah. um, but we'll mess see. it up. Don't yeah, that's up. Fantastic. We will see. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. But yes, yeah, so they moved that up to 2020. It'll still be um, Falcon and Winter Soldier will still be first. But then that'll be coming. Okay, so switching to comics. Yeah. yeah. So Thor number one came out. Yes, it did. And we saw before the new year, he had a new costume. I was just like, uh, that, okay. That, that was my, you know, just sort of take. But so there's a reason for this mission. <laughs> yes, so can so tell us tell you've read Thor number one. Mm -hmm. uh, feel free to get it as spoilery or not. But oh, I, I think I, 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 I spoilery. Well, 
there's a very, very big guest star in this, right? Oh so, gosh, so, big. so go ahead and give us your take on Thor number one by Donnie Cates. All right, we, we kind of like see Thor kind of coming to terms with the fact that now he is the All-Father. So he's, you know, got to step up and that's not the costume change, by the way. <laughs> the the cool thing is all the, uh, so Donnie Cates is writing this universe, of course, and so he's he's basically making sure that all his fingers in all the books count for something, that they're mm -hmm. not kind of like, here's, oh, wouldn't that be a funny what if? No, <laughs> this is like real. This is all connected. This is really happening. So uh, uh, Silver Surfer Black is pretty key to understanding what's going on in uh, this book, because otherwise you're going to be completely lost. But uh, it has ties also to Absolute Carnage. So the fact that Silver Surfer shows up in this book, all black, will tell you that you need to go find Silver Surfer Black and catch up with that book. But the, the stuff that happens, and I'm not going to spoil it, is so incredible that you have to have it. Just have to. So would you recommend then, if you were to do a, a reading order, sure. things, Silver Surfer Black, Absolute Carnage, and then Thor number one? I think you don't really need the Absolute Carnage stuff because the okay. Silver Surfer Black has... The, the stuff that happens in it is tied directly to, okay. to the absolute comic. So you could just so read... So you'll just know what's in it. Yeah. Okay, that's good. You're good. That's good. All right. It's a different comic book style, by the way. It's uh, it was Trad... Trad Moore, is that right? Trad. I think so. So it's a very... Really groovy... Looks like 60s, 70s... It's really uh, cool. It album cover cool. art. So you'll have to wrap your mind around that because it's not traditional comic book art. And that's also who did the art on the dance lot round two, right? I believe so. I think so. Trend more, um, but so obviously this. So this is giving Thor a different role, and he's accustomed to, right? Oh my gosh! So kind of a new direction. So much bigger than you could possibly imagine. Yeah. Whatever you're imagining, it's bigger than that. Whoa. But but uh, this is also coming on the tales of the incredible run by Jason Aaron, mm -hmm. and not only does he, you know, he being Kate's respect that, but. He kind of puts the twist in it to where all this led to this, and then now we have a new jump off point. So, yep, perfect time to pick up a Thor comic, right? I mean, obviously, it's the number one, but it seems like this is such a new story that, uh, as long as you have a little bit of yeah. you know, then you can get that from Silver Surfer Black, like you said, or just find a friend who's read it and keep catch you up, and that's fine too. Yeah, <laughs> um, now. Looking forward to, uh, well, actually, so anything else over the past two weeks that you would throw out there? Or is it all just kind of blur? <laughs> the problem with, the, like, I've just got through doing FOC, mm -hmm. which is books coming out three oh, yeah. weeks from now. So with my yeah, mind so it's... gets all that stuff really mishmashed together, I'm like, yeah, there's this awesome book. Well, wait, no, that's three weeks from now. I can't teach you with that. Yeah. <laughs> Time shopper. Well, spe speaking of future books, then one thing you're looking forward to this week is Batman 86. I the am. new creative team, right? I really want to know how they're going to address it. If they're going to acknowledge all the stuff that's happened before, or if they're just going to like, and new storyline. It was a great run, and we we're just going to do our own thing. I mean, it's Tinian, so he has proven himself to be a great writer. So I'm excited about that. This is the most dangerous story yet. We'll see. The last one seemed pretty dangerous. I feel like Batman has been through so many iconic storylines that they they'll probably reference it at some point, but they might just just go with something new. Maybe so. We'll see. They're on gonna that. have a hard time. Like I think Tom Kenton 
King's Run might be my favorite of all time. Yeah. And which one was that one? The whole run. The whole run. One to oh, eighty-five. Okay. Right. Because he, he was supposed. I was curious. He originally wanted to do a full hundred, okay. and I guess there's just. They're like, yeah, there's just some, I don't know if it was conflict or just time to move on or what, but he's, I guess with that and there's something else that he wrote or maybe, or maybe the Batman Catwoman's going to be 15 issues, not 12, but mm -hmm. by the point he writes the Batman Catwoman that's coming out later this year, he will have had oh. like 100 issues. Okay. Like he still gets to tell his vision, just not in the continuity of I did Batman 1 through 100. Yeah. You know, so... Um, and then, th is this the year finally we get Batman once a month now instead <laughs> of, because I think they're finally stopping that twice a month, right? On at least know. most of the books. I don't think they changed that. No, yeah, okay. I think it's still <laughs> wishful thinking. I just think it's too much, but I mean, there's I, no such thing as too much Batman. Okay. Maybe. No. There might be too much as too many DC giants, but that's yeah. just my own yeah, personal yeah. opinion. <laughs> Um, so, uh, anything else coming out, uh, this Wednesday to Graham? Um, there's one that's got a really bad potty word name. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, yeah. Bat, bad butt, we'll say. Yeah. That's, okay. that's really cool by Antarctic Press. <laughs> there's not a lot of number ones this week, honestly. No, it's a lot of continuation. There's a lot of, like, lot of number two, yay! On. Yeah. Um, and anything coming up past that, like, on the horizon to look out for? We were actually talking about this a lot um, yeah. in the retail groups. And, like we came off of lots of big event stuff at the end of 2019, and now 2020. Other than one kind of like blippy kind of um, storyline that looks like they're gonna do for um, Marvel, there doesn't seem to be any big gigantic story no. arcs. No. At least not that they've told that us about it. incoming thing, right? But I don't know how long that lasts. Or I mean, that started already. But is, that I think income was a one-shot. Oh, like okay. kind of, yeah. it, it, so it's kind of like um, Marvel Legacy or Marvel Point One was. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, aha, here's start something important. And the, I know that incoming had ties to uh, Meet the Scrolls, that little oh, yeah. storyline. So go hunt that down if you want to know what's going on. And then but, it'll it'll jump into other storylines that are going to be going on, uh, and that's the one that's the big story um, thing they're going to be doing that's tied to those two books. Okay. Okay. Go forward. Um, but there's going to be a huge summer so. event and all that, you know. So mm -hmm, we I'm just sure. don't maybe know what it is yet. And they quietly put out like like Star Wars number one came out last week. Yeah, yeah, that came out. That yeah, ended that's, up being that's good. It's my favorite era. It's like just like moments after Empire. Yeah, no, so happy. So, so was that a continuation of the beloved '80s comic, or was it just more of a kind of a throwback tie-in to the probably the favorite trilogy, the middle trilogy? I don't like think it's say. a throwback. No. I don't think to the old ones. I think it's it's its own standalone piece. Okay. Um, but it does, it definitely has a lot of nostalgia effect to it. Like it's yeah. it's, it's right after Empire. Mm -hmm. um, the art style. Is oddly similar to the to the eighties comic, but it's modernized. It looks really good. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I think it's I, I at least I personally think it's its own standalone. Don't have to worry about knowing any of that stuff and go. Yep. I think Vader has a new comic coming out too soon. Cause yes, yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Anything Vader, he transfers over so well to comics. <laughs> Ugh. I love how they just keep on calling him Star Wars Darth Vader number one. Yeah. This will be the third series of just Star Wars. Star yeah, well, you know. Yeah, recently Ch too. Mm -hmm. Chaz was saying he would like to see just like uh, you know a Vader 
year one, year two, year three. Yeah. Like that. Oh, I mean, yeah. just where, where it's like... Like right off the operating table? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the last um, the last run they did with him was kind of like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. If this is like Vader year two, which, I mean, looking at the cover of it, it could be. Um, that would be really cool because he's established himself. He's uh, still fighting for the Emperor's approval. And mm -hmm. that's awesome. It's Vader just... Killing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> surprise! Surprise! Big book of the last of last month was really the Star Wars uh, Rise of Kylo Ren. I yeah. Kind of ordered yeah. it with like kind of like the in the mindset of like okay, well this is another book. They have had a lot of those kinds of books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everybody in the universe wanted it, and it was complete. It's like and we have to wait. Yeah. We still have to wait three weeks for second print. So. Yeah, no, it's that's one that's same for us. We had so many people in Athens. It's like, yep, mm -hmm. should have been here on Thursday because. <laughs> It was gone Thursday. Now, is that because the popularity of Adam Driver is that character, or was this sort of like a second win type thing when once it came out, people were like, this story is really good? I think it's both. Combination? Mm -hmm. It does. It talks a lot more about the Knights of Ren, which is oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Because you don't get that ever in the movies. Yeah. And it is, it's, they had a lot going for it, and that's, that's people are eager to eat up anything Star Wars. It's yeah. Yeah, whether people love to rave about it or destroy it, yeah. they still love it. They're still... Like, people are, I mean, it's... Yeah. So either either way. Star Wars fuel universe. for the fire on either side, right? <laughs> um, so we got about uh, 15 minutes left. Uh, Ooh, what are we going to talk about? So our roundtable today is just going to be sort of me uh, telling you the millions of movies that are coming out in right. 2020. And y'all just give me a yay, nay, or you didn't even know it existed. Yeah? Okay. But now, Boys. this this became an exhausting task because... Just trying to hunt them? Well, no, just in previous years, you look up like, hey, what are the most anticipated movies? And you get a list of like 10. Yeah. But now, it's just, there are so many uh, sequels, prequels, redos, remakes, reimaginings, continuations. Um, it, I guess that's what... Do, with something like the new Bill and Ted, would you call it a continuation? I mean, it is a sequel, but it's a sequel that should have been out 20 years ago, right? So, to me, there's got to be a new kind of phrasing for that, where it's just like, we could call it a stop and drop. Like, we stopped 20 years ago, now we're dropping it. But it's like, it's to me, it's more than the sequel because it's been so yeah. long. I call it, the, the terminology I give it is things no one asked for. Yeah. But I want to watch Ricky regardless. Yeah. At least there's oh, something gosh, like that. Yes. Well, there's something with an even bigger gap on uh, oh, yeah. this list. Oh, and actually, it was a. So, what I did is I basically got through June and I got tired. So, so there's some continuations, but we'll, we'll just kind of go through these rather quickly. So, this is going to be in chronological order. So, on January 17th, we have Bad Boys for Life. Meh. And if you couldn't figure that out by the title, that is Bad Boys 3. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> it's so a yes, but also It, it always yeah. has a high audience score and a low critic score. I mean, so. any movie like that is like that, though. Yeah. So, it's bad boys. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say I would definitely watch that. Probably, I'll rent it, though. Yeah. Like, I don't need to rush out and see it because yeah. there's so much to catch up on. And like I said, I'm trying to catch up on the Oscar contenders before February. I don't think that's going to be on there. No. No. But it'll it's be fun. But it should. Husband's favorite franchises. Yeah. Oh, it, it's fun, <laughs> and I love those two actors. So, um, now, 
I don't know what this would be called, but this character has been done a lot, Dr. Doolittle. This is going to be Robert Downey Jr.'s turn as Dr. Doolittle. That's mm. a, a thumbs down. It's a no Derek. for me, Doc. I'm. He's just so I beloved think... as Iron Man. I think it's an easy cash cow parlay, you know, into that. That doesn't mean everyone wants to see it, but... What more Sherlock instead? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, now, this one's a big one for me. This is also a big comic book movie. Probably one of the top three comic book movies this year. Birds of Prey. Yeah. Birds of Prey, February 7th. Yeah. 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 Mary Elizabeth Winstead's my main reason I'm going, but yeah, I'm going to see your grab this. Hers, The Hunters, is good. Uh, Journeys, Malay Bell as Black Canary is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, do a Birds of Prey podcast, so I'm excited to get the name out there, but let's be frank, Harley Quinn movie all the way. Oh, totally. And, and all, We might be surprised. And there might be some poor, unfortunate souls out there that think this is a sequel to Suicide Squad, and they might be even more poor and unfortunate by wanting to see a sequel <laughs> to Suicide Squad. <laughs> But it is not a sequel to Suicide Squad. I'm going to watch the heck out of that movie. Uh, a movie that was once as terrifying as Cats, but then they sort of <laughs> fixed it, is Sonic the Hedgehog. That's a February yes for me, man. Ugh. Yes. If you look at a side-by-side -side of the it's old terrifying. Sonic, where it's they so try to give him like human eyes... And then now they kind of fix it to where he looks yeah. like cartoon, comic Almost variation. Almost eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It was scary. It's a yes. Yeah. Uh, hands down. Uh, yes. Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik could go either way because the trailer of his scenes looks pretty bad. But yeah. it might but be it's, fine. But at the same time, it's Jim Carrey as yeah. Dr. Robotnik. But like, you can't go any worse than this. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. But, gonna ben, go the last. but Ben Schwartz as the voice, it's big thumbs great. up. Oh, yeah. It's so uh, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want them to it, release. It looks, yeah, I, I, I just want them to release the original cut of it though, the original effects, just because they can. Like if I if I can buy the Blu-ray with the original production of it on there as well, yes, they have it. Like ten times over, I'll buy ten copies of that movie, just so I want to see it for the memes. Anyway, um, man, they should have just somehow they should have just put that a crossover with Cats, like that version of Sonic with Cats. Yeah. It just looks horrifying. Um, now, okay, so do you remember so a few sad. years ago, Universal was really trying to get the monsters back in the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it didn't yeah. didn't work. Yeah. So now Blumhouse bought the rights to Invisible Man. Uh, this is going to be starring Elizabeth Moss from hmm. uh, Mad Men and and uh, many other independent movies. And uh, why am I blanking on her Hulu show? I'm blanking on it. Rides a uh, uh, Handmaid's Tale. Yes. yes. Uh, so Liz Moth from that is going to probably carry this movie. It's Blumhouse. It's going to be scary. Do you have any interest in that? Seeing, or would you rather see Invisible Man in more of a classic setting? Do you like seeing him as a scary super bad guy that's like a vindictive X and doing all this terrifying stuff? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's kinda, yeah, but I, I also want to see him in a monster universe. Yeah, I just don't... I, it was just hard for them to get that re restarted. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, just too much. I mean, it's the, mummy, like the mummy technically is also in that universe, right. so and that's kind of recent. So this, yeah, this could have happened. Um, so what about you, Miss Jen? Yeah, your name on that one. I'm gonna wait till I see the first trailer because okay. it's yeah. hard to make a call yeah, on that one. That's there. Was, I cannot remember the name of it. There was like a Kevin Bacon movie that was very similar to this concept of it. 
I think it was I, the Invisible Man. Was it the Invisible Man? Oh, Hollow Man. Hollow Man. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That um, That's just how hollow my knowledge is. <laughs> um, now, Onward, you may not know what it is, but it's the new Pixar movie. stars the voices of Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Yes. Yeah. Regardless yes. of what it's about, right? Yes. What is, what is it about? It's about, so it's, it's about, like, go ahead. It's, um, it's a fantasy world in mm -hmm. which magic is gone, but... Um, the, the, these two brothers get the chance, they, they, they start a spell that brings their father back from the dead, mm -hmm. and it gets interrupted midway. So they go on a quest to restart the magic so they can bring their dad back. And, like, it's it's a really cute, it looks like it'd be really cute, really fluffy, very, like, um, emotionally driven, uh, like, just brotherhood oh, story. And it, it looks, looks, like, the tr I was, like, almost crying when I saw this trailer. And, like, it's it is it looks like it's going to be really good. Now, part of that, I, I don't know if it's a, a joke or what, part of that is that they, when you said the spell stops halfway through, it's like yeah. literally halfway, halfway through. through. So, so like they have dad's the lower walking part around. of their dad yeah. with them. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, they have like, uh, most of the trailer has dad in a, uh, it's, the, it's, it's the legs of dad, but it's like a burlap sack kind of fake body for the upper half. And it's kind yeah. of, it's going to be hilarious, but also super emotional. Well, it's Pixar, so yeah. that's pretty much always the case. I'm, yeah. I'm in for Pixar, mm -hmm. big time. Uh, I'll miss you, and I know you're into this one. Bloodshot, March 13th. Dude, yes. let's do this! Yes. Nanites! Yes. So it's going to be Valiant Comics on the big screen and mm -hmm. Vin Diesel. And I foresee that being uh, yes. very successful. Have you seen the trailer? So yeah. good. Looks so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's going to be good. Um, oh, and you just saw the uh, first part of what's going to be this be the sequel to Quiet Place Part 2. Yeah. March twentieth. I'm so glad quiet. I finally watched it. Not not so quiet. Is that what's going to be not called? so quiet. Uh, okay. <laughs> subtitle still kind of quiet though. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not as quiet, but kind of. But kind of. But but yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, your name. Eh. Eh. Okay. What about you, Miss Jim? I loved it. It's, it's right at my wheelhouse. A little uh, bit yeah, sci-fi, a little bit creature. -y. If you saw the first one, um, you've had what two years to see it. So let's just say John mm -hmm. John like Krasinski. John Krasinski will be directing it. He dies. Because he's not starring <laughs> in it. <laughs> not, not in front of the camera. He sacrifices he's himself. Starring maybe behind mm -hmm. the camera. Um, okay, and here's another Disney live-action Mulan. No. March 27th. No. That's my, it's, it will be my first live Disney. Okay. I'm totally going to go watch that. No. Mulan's my girl. I just think this is the first one I've seen where it's like, yes, that should be live-action. Yeah. Oh yeah! All no, the other ones are just like I don't see what it adds. This one's gonna add, and then you got Jet Li as the Emperor. Yeah. No, this it, one might add some. It's one I, I think it's gonna be good. It's gonna look good. It's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely beautiful. But no. Did no. you see the trailer? Yeah. Okay. No, it's not, it's not my kind of movie. See, if the trailer yeah. is a movie, then it's just not your jam. Yeah. Oh, look, Hashtag new, free Hong Kong. Uh, uh, our next one is New Mutants on April third. Yes, but no. No. Yes, but no. Yes, but also no. <laughs> I, I'm intrigued, but like I just I, I mean I might I didn't even go to the last three X Men movies in the theater because I just yeah didn't like the direction of it. The last one I watched wasn't even in the theater. It was Age of Apocalypse. Yeah, Apocalypse. Yeah. I, I ran it that Yeah, I think my friend was watching in his room, so I kind of stopped what I was doing halfway through and just watched the yeah. My last was Logan. That's a good. Movie. I, yeah, that's my last one. I think I think I'm gonna wait for reviews on New Mutants, and if they're good, I'll go. Because, mm, we'll see. Uh, and Bond 25, No Time to Die. Yes. Right? 
25,000 times in the movie theater. Yes. Yeah. That's where you'll find me until it leaves the movie. <laughs> April 8th. That's also the date and how many times I'll see it on April 8th. Now, I need to catch up, but if I can catch up, I will go see we'll that. We'll meet at the theater. There we go. We'll go to the, we'll go to the matinee show. We won't leave till. You if know. you need to go to the bathroom, I'll, like, you know, yeah. the spot. <laughs> we'll fight for it. That's great. And the, per- the same thing that happened last time we watched this movie. <laughs> The, uh, and the is washed up, he gets better, he saves the day, ends up being washed up again in the end. Yeah, there might be some martinis in there. Spices uh, to kill, party. May 1st, the first of two Marvel movies on the list, Black Widow. Yeah. Big time, yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Wait, what about you? I, I need to uh, see one more trailer. Look at, look at that. We got yeah, David Harbour's Red Guardian. Yeah, that's... He looks like, a, like he's like a gaff. I'm not real sure. You got fat. I'm not even sure if he's... I hope he has a more serious part so you, so you He looks see, like a red shirt in the trailer, honestly. He's yeah. like, here's a guy we're going to kill. So you want to see a more story-driven trailer? Yeah. Before, okay. yeah. I, I, w- I would have thought all three of us would just be default, like, Marvel, okay. You know? They got Monday. I'm totally going to watch it. I just... I think I've I seen every Marvel... Be... No, I, no, I didn't see Ragnarok in the theater. <laughs> I don't even know you. Yeah. Who are you? Or did I? I don't remember. You surely did. That's one of the, that, that was one you yeah. <laughs> you're going to watch in Marvel. This one, I don't know if I can emotionally handle the next one, Scoob, on May 15th. Uh, the animated prequel, you know, or, you know, origin story of Mystery Inc., Mystery Machine, Scooby and Shaggy. I love yeah, there's Shaggy. mustache hairs and the scent of... Whiskey. He was my dad, the villain. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, like. I kind of want to see it. There's going to be a lot of jokes for adults in this movie. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, they know their audience. Let's just let's just roll through this list. Sure. Fast and Furious Nine. Yes. yes or no? Yep. Uh, no for me. Wonder Woman '84. A million times yes. Maybe. Of course. Maybe. Well, oh, we don't I, have, I don't have time to refute that. Yet. Okay. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Yes. June twenty six. In theaters, hundred percent. Yes. Uh, Miles Teller as Goose's son, yes. Free Guy, where Ryan Reynolds is the video game character that's yep. now free yes. and has to survive. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Uh, it's Ryan Reynolds, yeah. July 3rd. Uh, Ted Pinpool's live action video game acts are perfect. Yeah. <laughs> also, July 3rd, Minions, too. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> I did not see Minions 1 theaters. I have a soul, no. thank you very much. Uh, don't have kids under five. Ghostbusters <laughs> Afterlife. Hands down, yes. It does look like a yeah, it, it looks very good. Just for uh, Morbius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I want to see it. Um, hopefully better than Venom, but let's take take the chance. And then uh, the last big one, August 21st, Bill and Ted face the music. Yes. Of course we will. Absolutely. Second half mentions uh, The King's Man, The yes. Many Saints uh-huh. of Newark, which yes. is uh, starring Gandolfini's kid as a young Tony Soprano. Uh, the Witches cool. remake with Anne Hathaway, uh, having huge, 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 a huge broom to fill with taking Angelica Houston's role. We're going to see how that works out. Uh, Snake Eyes, the G.I. Joe origin story. Halloween yes. Kills, the next installment of Halloween. Yes. Marvel's The Eternals. Yeah. Miss Jen, you were yes. a super yes for Godzilla vs. Kong, right? Hands down, yes. Oh, yeah. so much. Uh, Dune, Uncharted, yes. and yeah. Coming to America. Maybe. And that's another one of those continuations, like thirty or forty years later. Yeah. But yeah, it's a so a lot. That's a lot to look. Yeah, forward to. Twenty twenty is gonna be a great year for nerds. 
Oh yeah, I mean I think it has been for a while. It has been, but like all these movies are coming out. A lot of great TV series are, are coming out right now that are just expand this universe. Video game wise, so many big names are coming out. It is a good year to be a nerd, even though World War Three is around the corner. Yeah, um, may, well, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. But like, <laughs> but lots of distractions. Hey, a lot. Endless war and conflict. But hey, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, uh, and maybe next week we'll take a look, if this wasn't enough media content for you, we'll take a look next week at the anticipated TV shows Ooh, coming out okay. this year, uh, including hopefully Why the Last Man, Some Point in My Life, I don't know. Uh, but hey, Jarek and Miss Jen, thanks for being on the show. Hey Mark, and, thanks for hosting this Oh, show. thank you. Uh, and thank you for watching Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by Space Cadets Collection Collection and The Adventure Begins. Check out other shows on Woodlands Online like Taste Buds, Music Cafe, The Adventure Begins Show with Jarek and Chaz, and Woodlands House and Home and The Best You. You can watch all these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station, KBQT HD 21, over the air on your television. And all these shows and more are on Roku now. Search and add Woodlands Online TV to your streaming lineup. And that's all the time we have. We'll see you next time on Nerd News Now. Nerd News Now.